This is absolutely not the show or the conversation I thought I'd be having after week three. I'll tell you about it in just a second here on Locked on Jaguars. You are Locked on Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. y'all for joining me once again here on locked on jaguars where it's your team every day and we thank you for making us your first listen thank you to the everydayers we are glad to have you join us every single day remember to tap in on the youtube page on locked on jaguars you can subscribe for free make sure you hit the like button hit the bell so you get notifications every time that we do a show and also make sure that Wherever you get your audio podcast, you tap in there as well to make sure you never miss an episode of Locked On Jaguars. <sighs> I got to take a deep breath, man. Got to woosaw a little bit because this is not the conversation I want to have. This is not the, the next statement you hear me say is something I did not think I was going to say today. The Jaguars got smoked. They got whipped, whipsawed, beat upside their head today by the Houston Texans, 37-17. No one is exempt. Today, every single thing that could go wrong went wrong for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Special teams, defense, offense, the defense gave it up late. There is something going on here, and and there's something at play. And what I really want to do is ask a a real hard question. This is why I do stuff like this, because we we want to take away any, any doubt, any smoke and mirrors, any hype, any all of that stuff. We, 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 we get it out of, out of the way of the conversation because there's been a lot of stuff about who to blame. If I'm not mistaken, Doug Peterson was calling plays for most of this game today. There's been a lot of talk about who to blame. There's been a lot of discussions about um, whose fault it is that they're not winning. It, there's been a lot of discussions on um, why do they look this way. And I, and I wanted everybody to really, really think about something. We might not just be that damn good. We we just might not be that good. They got out physical today on both sides of the ball. I think it's the worst regular season loss ever. Regular season. I think it's the worst regular season loss ever. The one last week was bad. Because so much attention had been put on and placed on that game is this reckoning game. And they came up uh, one score short, even though it feels like they got really whipped worse than that. Today's a different. Today smells bad. And you hear stuff like when things are going good, teams throw around the word like culture. They throw, their, they throw that word around a lot. Culture, culture, culture. and Going after types and traits and certain guys that want to be here. And, you know, we, we, we bought into all of that stuff, right? So now you hear they had a bad week of practice. They got a little, you know, they got they practiced differently this week. They got a little tougher. But you had a bad week of practice. Now, mind you, they're only missing two people. They're missing Devon Hamilton, an unexpected uh, injury or ailment that keeps him away. And they're missing Cam Robinson. That's it. Why is morale 
and, and I call it morale whenever you say guys have bad practices and then I combine that with bad body language on the field. I, I see guys with their head hanging. I see guys that can't figure out what's going on. They have no chemistry. Wide receivers, Calvin Ridley, the best player on the team, jumping off onside, offsides when he's looking at the ball. You learn that in Pop Warner. You don't do that. Trevor Lawrence with ill-advised passes. Jamal Agnew with another, with another fumble. I don't need to see him on offense anymore. Did they miss Zay Jones that much? I forgot. That's the third person that they missed today. They missed Zay Jones. Did they miss Zay Jones that much? Evan Ingram statistically had a nice game, but it happened at a point where I was just sitting there thinking and I was wondering, where's this franchise tight end? Like when you need five, six, seven yards, you go to him like every single time. It doesn't seem like Travis Kelsey's like always open. And the real good ones, you just run to a certain spot and turn around. How come that never happens for us when we need something? The kicking game. They let a fullback run a touchdown back after he stumbled and bobbled his way because they didn't keep contained. Trey Herndon. Bad angles. Will Anderson blocked a field goal and he almost scooped and scored it and they got that. And then CJ, CJ Stroud actually looked like the, the most dominant player on the field today. You couldn't get close to him. I don't have any answers, man. I don't know what's going on, but the feeling that I get is that it's something that we don't know about. It's something just beyond them not playing well. There's a reason why three games in. This is your second home game of the year. You're one and one, and they, they, they. Even the commentators were sitting there saying, and 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 whoever was calling the game today, they, they were the former player. They were like, they just look lifeless, man. They just don't look like they they're ready to go. There's something seriously going on and something really wrong. I'll talk more about how nothing went right. Nothing at all went right. We'll discuss that. And then we're going to ask a very, very hard question and try to at least, since you're here with me today, joining me to watch the show, I'm going to try to at least give you a little bit of an answer because that's what y'all come here for. We'll give you a little bit of an answer as to what I think has to be fixed. So I'm going to start by telling you what it is, and then we'll discuss it in the second half of the show. I think they need to light a fire under people's asses. I think people need to stop being so nice to each other, and somebody needs to start chewing people out around there. Somebody has to be a leader. Somebody has to be a leader. We're going to talk about leadership. Maybe they don't have to cuss them out or nothing like that, but still, somebody has to be the guy that's going to step forward and, and say, you know, it's going to me. Why not me today? And that's what we're going to talk about in the second half here on the postcast edition of Locked On Jaguars. After I let you guys know about LinkedIn Talent Solutions, man, today's sponsor. That's right. LinkedIn Talent Solutions is the absolute truth, especially when you know you need to make sure that you can have the type of people in your business that you need to have. It's LinkedIn Talent Solutions. That's what it's all about, man. Make sure you uh, get a LinkedIn profile so that you make sure that all of the proper applicants, the people that you want to hire, are there quickly and you can make appropriate decisions. I did it twice. I built two barbershops using LinkedIn and I had the right people. 
What you have to do is post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Also, today's sponsor is DoorDash Grocery. That's right, DoorDash Grocery. You have trusted DoorDash to, uh, to give you food and deliver from your favorite restaurants, and now you can get grocery delivered that actually delivers too. That's right, grocery delivery. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. You'll get exactly what you ordered or we'll make it right. So sit back and enjoy quality groceries just like you pick them up yourself. Now check this out. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to $20 value when you use the code Locked On NFL at checkout. Limited time offer terms apply. That's 50% off up to $20, no minimum subtotal and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code Locked On NFL. All right, man, running it down here on Locked On Jaguars on a postcast edition of the show. Not the conversation I wanted to have or thought I was going to be having today. It's possibly the worst loss, and I think it is the worst regular season loss, considering the circumstances, considering where we thought this team was, who they were, how they were going to play, that they were going to be physical on both sides of the line of scrimmage, that they had the more talented quarterback in the division and the best coach, they had the most talented wide receiver in the division, the most talented young running back in the division. Shout out to Derrick Henry. But now there's a lot of work. Everybody sees, man, that there's a lot of work to do. And we, we, could, we could say we could chalk it up as a bad game, but the Jaguars are very lucky that they're not 0-3. They are very lucky that they're not 0-3. Two and one was at worst what everyone thought. Nobody expected them to be one and two at this point. And nobody expected them to be one and two at this point. And look how they're looking. It's like you can't find anything that you say, well, they just need to fix it. Doug said last week they just need to execute better offensively. I said all offseason that what the Jaguars really, really need to do is make sure they got off the quick starts. They're not doing that. No quick starts. Nope. Running game is it, it's spotty. 88 yards, I, I believe, for ATN today. It's spotty. No continuity. Can't convert third downs even when it's third and short. Getting too much pressure on Trevor Lawrence. Can't block people. Doesn't look like the most physical team and doesn't look like the fastest team. Usually there's a, there's a one-way sacrifice one way or another. You either... You're either really, really physical or you're fast. And sometimes when you're both, that means you're the champions. The Jaguars aren't particularly physical and they're not particularly fast in the trenches. I think the defense just broke today. They just hemorrhaged. The defense hemorrhaged because the offense wasn't giving them anything. They weren't putting up any numbers, scoring any points, getting any momentum. They got beat in every single aspect today by a team that picked number one in the draft by a team with a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach. There is absolutely nothing else that you can say or do to make anybody feel better. We just got to have a long, hard look and some tough conversations. What's next? What's next is they got to go across the pond for two straight weeks and play a, a nice physical Atlanta Falcon team. 
in Buffalo who look like they got their, their act together today. And they've now won two in a row. Yeah, man. This is not going to be easy to turn around. Because the bottom line, it comes down to execution and it comes down to blocking and tackling and the Jaguars just simply don't do any of that stuff well. They don't do it well at all. Falcons lost their first game today, so at least they're going to play two two-and-one teams, right? Without being physical and with, and, and with being banged up at certain positions and guys just looking out of sorts, the Jaguars just might be in a world of hurt. And if they get too far behind, we can start talking about other things other than the playoffs. Terrible game, terrible conversation to be having after three three games. It's even worse because the prospect and the outlook just doesn't look bright. I don't, I don't, what can they do? Just execute, play a little better. They can't get more physical in the offensive line. All of those questions that we had, and we're going to talk about this on tomorrow's show. All of those questions that we had about the Jags this year, are they going to generate pass rush? Do they have a nickel corner? How good are the DBs when they actually have to actually cover for a little bit longer than, than they, they want to? Are the linebackers good enough? They couldn't tackle that kid Pierce down the stretch. They have him uh, with a three-yard loss. He ends up with a two-yard gain. They have him again for a stop, and he ends up with an eight-yard gain. And then they convert first downs and keep eating, eating more time off the clock. Special teams was terrible. The whole thing was terrible. They, the Jacks played like they were drinking Hennessy before they came out uh, for the kickoff. They wasn't. But I'm just telling you, that's how they played. It was terrible. And uh, I'm sorry for Jaguar fans, for all the expectations, for all of those things. I really do. I am really, really sorry for you guys more than anybody because no one wanted to win more than you. And now Shady McCoy looks right for a day when he says that Trevor is as average as the day is long. No need to overreact, but we do need to make sure that we properly report and talk about what we've seen here today. You guys, make sure you check me out Monday. We're going to have it all. We're going to break it down. We're going to tell you exactly what Doug said in his press conferences, what Trevor said, and why sometimes what you say don't mean a hill of beans because it's about what you do. We're going to talk about all of those things on Monday on Locked On Jaguars. Jaguars lose again today. Once again, the score was 37-17, to and you heard me right. They lost 37-17 to the Houston Texans. They ought to be ashamed of themselves. Take care. We'll see you tomorrow on Locked On Jaguars.